Thanks for listening to the All Nations Church podcast. Enjoy this week's message from Dave Shutt. We hope it leads you into a deeper relationship with Jesus and empowers you to advance the kingdom of God in your community. If you'd like to find out more, head to allnationschurch.org.uk slash podcast. And now on ANC Channel 1, it's Christmas movie time. With high drama and enthusiastic voiceovers from the start, get comfortable as we wait for the King of Hope. Sorry, does does that say shepherds? Really? Shepherds? And that's in the Bible? Okay, no, no, no. I'm not judging, I'm not judging. I just, I just didn't see that coming. It was all quite big to that point. Angels, kings, prophecy. But uh, shepherds, kind of small, local, ordinary... I mean, no offence intended, if any of your relatives are shepherds, by the way. But, uh, okay, if that's what it says, if it's a shepherd, it's shepherds, we'll do shepherds. Um, we can do it again. Everyone, sorry, reset. I can do this. I can do this. Sorry. Um, you could cue up that uh, funny warm sound for me. Thank you. Well, not, not now, when I'm, when I'm ready. Okay. <clears throat> okay. Ready. Prophecy. A king will be born. Ah, no, sorry, sorry. I'm sorry, I can't, no, no. Shepherds, we're going with shepherds. That's, we don't want to tweak that at all. Okay, okay, can we talk about this? Can we take some time? Okay, lunch, everyone. Let's, let's do lunch. My bad, it's on me. Lunch, I'm sorry. Okay, sorry. Shepherds. Shepherds. I can't find a shepherd to talk to, so never mind, we'll come back to that. Listen, I don't know about you, but I really love a good family film on the TV or at the cinema. Um, it does get a bit boring for my family. Uh, Dave, what would you like for Christmas, they say. Cinema voucher, I say. Dave, any thoughts about a birthday idea? Oh, cinema voucher, please. Or how about, Dave, it's the third Wednesday of any given month. Can I buy you something? Let me think cinema voucher please that would be great i just love films whether it's the summer blockbuster or the oscar nomination that's just slipped under the radar or at this time of year the wonderful family friendly christmas movie i just love them a good story good acting maybe throwing a lightsaber or two all is well but there are times where 
maybe this the movie just gets a little bit too incredible for me. The director is asking me to stretch or suspend my disbelief just that little bit too much. Like, come on, no one else knew that was the bad guy. It was so obvious. Or how about, how did you not know that Clark Kent and Superman were the same person? They are literally identical except for a pair of glasses. So when I read and think about the Bible and the Christmas story, the part that puzzles me sometimes isn't the virgin birth or the evil King Herod or the, the Magi, the wise man traveling thousands of miles to see the baby king. No, the part of the story that I keep scratching my head about is the shepherds. I mean, how is that likely, really? That God, God Almighty, chooses to announce to the world that the King is coming. His Son, His one and only Son, is being sent to live among us, and this Son will be the one who will reconcile mankind and God. And the first people that He tells outside of the immediate family are shepherds. Come on, can that be right? What would you do? You want to make this great announcement and you want people to A, listen to it and B, take you seriously. So who would you tell? The kings maybe? The queens of the day? The rulers? The politicians? Uh, in government? Uh, around the world? Celebrities maybe? The famous? You know, those who people are known among you and people are listening to. Religious leaders maybe? Those who, people who are trusted by the masses? Be honest. Be honest, would any of you have chosen a shepherd? I mean, a shepherd, like my mate, like this guy over here. Darren! 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 I don't think you can hear me. Darren! Okay, he can't hear me, but you, you, you get the idea. Would you entrust the news, the good news, that you were sending your son to reconcile all of man back to yourself. Would you choose that guy? Darren! It's embarrassing me now. Oh, forget it. It's hard to get our heads around this, but in the region and at the time that Jesus was born, shepherds were really looked down on. They were incredibly hard work and it was a tough job. And once it was seen as quite a, a noble profession, but by the first century, shepherds were considered to be uh, unworthy and unclean. And because of that, they had something of a second-class existence. They couldn't go to the temple to worship with everyone else, for example, or uh, they were considered so unworthy, they couldn't be called to, as a witness to testify in a court of law. They very much stood on the bottom rung of the social ladder. And, fun fact, they got to share bottom spot with tax collectors and those whose job it was to sweep manure and dung from the streets. It got so bad for shepherds that actually uh, in Israel they were finally banned from pasturing their flock um, in all of Israel apart from the desert regions without any grass. And uh, it gets worse for them as well, if that wasn't hard enough. The Jewish record of oral law said that if you were on a walkabout and you happened to find a shepherd stuck in a pit and he couldn't get out, you were not obliged to rescue him. You could just walk on by. Shepherds were the lowest of the low in Israel society. So I ask you again, why were shepherds given the good news. Why entrust the announcement to these guys first? Why not the priests? Why not the kings? Why would you entrust the announcement, an announcement like this, to this bunch of 
Well, a bunch of nobodies, because this wasn't just any ordinary announcement. This message, what a message it is, the king was coming. And not a natural or national succession to an earthly throne. No, the good news was all about the Son of God, Jesus Christ, the Messiah, the King of Kings. And with him, with this Jesus, came all the hope that many generations had waited for. They'd waited for this very moment. Jesus Christ wasn't coming as an ordinary king. Jesus Christ was coming as the King of Kings, the King of Hope. Not a hope or any old hope or worldly hope. He was the King of all hope. And Jesus didn't disappoint. Why was Jesus the King of Hope? Why were the hopes of all the people resting on him? Why were people so eager for him to arrive, I hear you ask? Well, thank you for asking. By the time that Jesus came, life for people was tough. It was really hard. The prophet Isaiah, writing in Isaiah chapter 9, described them this way, they were a people walking in darkness. Now that sounds bleak, and it's bleak because it really was. Life expectancy was poor. Illness plagued the region. At the start of the first century, for example, uh, a third of all babies would die before their first birthday. After that, a half of all children would die before the age of 10. If you got past 10, uh, you might see 50 years old, you might get to 60 years old, but older than 70, that was really rare. It was a dark time too, because it was a period of global turmoil and upheaval. Even though Israel was on the edge of the Mediterranean Sea, very much at the center of the known world at the time, uh, a political darkness really reigned over the area. Shifting power balances uh, had seen the Roman Empire sweep in and literally take power for themselves. Israel found itself, therefore, a prisoner in its own country. That left the political atmosphere difficult. Definitely, people were anti-government. The Roman occupation had its, brought its own, uh, what can we say, its own laws, its own practices, uh, an unfair taxation system, uh, social upheaval, and to cap it all, you're familiar with the story, just as Mary is about to give birth to Jesus, Rome demands that a census be taken, that every person would have to travel hundreds and hundreds of miles without public transport to register at their place of birth. I mean, can you imagine living in a time of travel restrictions, a government telling you where you can and can't go. Can you imagine living in a world like that? But that is the very world that Jesus, the King of Hope, came to. And now here, 2,000 years later, Jesus Christ, the light of the world, still shines brighter than any other light, pushing out the darkness, bringing hope to all. And what a hope we have in Jesus. Prophesying more than 700 years before Jesus was born, Isaiah proclaimed that the King of Hope would come and proclaim the good news to the poor, that he would heal and he would bind up the brokenhearted. He said that the King of Hope would proclaim liberty, freedom for the captives that blind eyes would open and see again. Jesus, Isaiah said, would comfort all who were mourning and that he would be the one to give them gladness instead of their sorrow. Instead of ashes for grieving, Jesus would come and give them a beautiful crown. The King of Hope would come and take away their sadness, take away their spirit of despair, and in exchange, he would give garments of joy, happiness, and praise. 
the King of Hope was coming to proclaim the very favor of God Almighty. That is amazing. It's good news. No, hang on. Strike that. That is the greatest news. You can read those words for yourself in the Bible in Isaiah chapter 61. Now fast forward with me some 750, 780 years and now we find Jesus grown up and he's about to start uh, traveling and preaching the good news of hope. And we read in Luke's gospel in chapter 4 that we find him picking up the scroll of Isaiah, turning, finding that exact same part, uh, reading those exact same promises that you and I have just talked about, and he declares them to everyone who's listening. And he says that the time had come for every single one of those promises to be fulfilled. And get this, they would be fulfilled in him and only in him. He is the king of hope. But where was I? Ah oh, yes, shepherds. I was looking for a shepherd. I haven't found a shepherd. But let's ask again, why did God choose shepherds? Good question. And I'll tell you why. Because Jesus didn't come just for the few. Jesus came for the many. He came for the entire world. Jesus Christ was the long-awaited King of Hope for everyone. He, he wasn't coming just for a specific nation or a language or an ethnicity or skin color. No, Jesus didn't come just for the rich or the, the well-off or the upper classes of society. The king of hope consistently refused to be put into a box that said Western or Eastern, young or old, male or female, rich or poor, black or white. Jesus himself said in John chapter 3 verse 16 that God so loved the world that he sent his one and only son so that whoever would believe in him, whoever would believe in him, would not perish, but have eternal life with him. And that's why the good news came first to the shepherds, society's lowest, society's rejects. The good news about the coming king was great news for everyone. The good news came to those who society said were undeserving, but who God said, I love them so much, I'm going to send my one and only son for them. The good news came to those who, remember, they couldn't even stand in an earthly court of law and testify as a witness. So what does God do? He chooses them. He takes them. He transforms them into his personal global ambassadors, announcing the coming Christ and ensures that their fame would live on through the scriptures forever. Jesus came to make the difference. He came to reconcile, to bring back together creator and creation, mankind and God himself. I don't know about you, but I am so glad that the shepherds didn't keep that news to themselves. The King of Hope, Jesus Christ, he came for everyone. Now think about that, because if he came for everyone, then that means he came for you. So prophecy, the coming King, announced by angels, yeah, I believe all of that. And shepherds, I believe that too. Why? Because shepherds were people like you and me. Uh, the workers, the grafters, the day-to-day, -day, the job had to be done, the good days and the harder days type of people. You know, sometimes the world may not think very much of us, but God had people like you and me in his heart and in his mind when he sent Jesus Christ. Jesus came to lift everybody up out of the mud 
including the lowly, socially rejected shepherds. Jesus even went as far as giving himself that title. We can read that in the Bible. He called himself the Great Shepherd. How's that for subverting expectations and turning worldly thinking on its head? And as for the shepherds in the Christmas story, what happened next? Well, they left what they were doing on hearing the news and they went to see for themselves. And the shepherds encountered Jesus Christ the king of hope. It didn't matter what the world thought about them anymore. They were forever changed because they had heard the good news that Jesus came to save the lost and they responded in faith. From that day on, they told people about Jesus, that the king of hope had come and he'd come for everyone. Right. Sun's going down. I need to find Darren. Oh, there he is. Darren! Darren! Still can't hear me. Darren! 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 I wonder what Darren wants for Christmas. I know. Cinema voucher. We trust you have been encouraged by what you've heard. If you'd like to get connected, you can write to us at hello at allnationschurch.org.uk or call us on 029-2052-4125. Thank you so much for tuning in.